Scott with SJWellFire.com. Final day study. This is a study calling this podcast the end times 144,000. I had a dream, been studying this topic for a couple of weeks now. And also the Lord has been nudging me with the book of Revelation chapter nine. I was a little hesitant to talk about it. I was looking for other proof points. And I got to tell you, two other pastors that I respect have talked about Revelation chapter nine as well. So we're going to cover that. Before we get to the dream, let's lay a foundation. Ex-Saintness Illuminati whistleblower said they have nine commandments. I just want to cover a couple of them because it really sets the table for what we're going to cover. Number three, have the human cattle robotically repeating that black is white. You think about it, what is good is called evil and evil is called good. I just read a story today that talked about a transgender 26-year-old raped a 10-year-old. The good news is he was found guilty. The bad news is they persecuted him as a minor. And it was a district attorney sponsored by George Soros. George Soros, the famous so-called Jew that basically imprisoned his fellow men with Nazis on 60 Minutes. He's like, hey, one of the best times of my life, right? Synagogue of Satan type activity. You cannot make this stuff up. Number four, truth hidden in plain sight. Number five, exterminate all real Christians. I find that interesting, real Christians, because people that go to church oftentimes are wizards and witches. They're Satanists, right? They're trying to put a curse on the church or corrupt it. And all Jews as soon as possible. Now, all Jews, I'm going to say real Jews there, because those that are probably into the Kabbalah, which is witchcraft, those that are part of the synagogue of Satan claim to be Jews, but are not really just Satanist. Obviously, they're not trying to kill them off. Those that that worship the Talmud or think the Talmud is great when even the wicked parts, I guess, where they say pedophilia is fine, kind of like the DA not persecuting the 26-year-old transgender to the fullest of his capability, I'm sure that they're not trying to kill off those Jews, just the Jews that are God-fearing, that read their Old Testament Bible, that believe in God. Those are the enemies, and we can prove it. Let's go to Deagle report.com where there's this ongoing genocide by this clot shot, right? We know it destroys your immune system. That study that basically said you'll only have 13% of your immune system left after two jabs. And it's definitely a clot shot. Well, Israel is pushing for its fourth shot. And look at Israel, according to Deagle report, a think tank by the global elite. Look at the population of 2025 from 7.7 million to 3.9 million. There's a genocide going on there, my friends, almost 50% decline. America will only have 100 million left by 2025, according to the Deagle report and the satanic agenda. And flat out, folks, you think about it, Dr. Charles Huff, a recent article, mRNA vaccines will kill most people through heart failure and 62% already have microscopic blood clots. You know, I think it's an HIV immune system destroyer as well, but the combination of both of them, this is pure genocide and they're going after Israel is the point. And why, why Israel? I get why Satan, these Luciferian Illuminati hate Christ's war against Christ versus God, but it's just interesting. When you peel back the onion of why Satan wants to destroy true Jews, as the days of Noah, so shall it be in the end times. And at the days of Noah had gene corruption. That's why God destroyed it all. That the sons of God saw the daughters of men that were fair, good looking, and that they took them as wives of which they chose. And they ended up having offspring that were Nephilim. And the Nephilim were giants. They were men of renown. They're huge. They're doing wicked things, cannibals, bestiality, you name it. The Nephilim were, they were, if you can remember, when God took out Israel from Exodus, the Jews from Exodus, and took them into the promised land, remember when the spies were sent out and they said they were grasshoppers in the sight of the people and the giants that were there? 
I take that literally. <laughs> I mean, they're talking some giants might have been 35 feet tall. And we know giants have been found all throughout America up to 12, 14 feet, 1400 pounds. I mean, the scam and the the, the cover-up with the Smithsonian is out of control. So giants exist. With the power of God, the Jews destroyed a lot of the Nephilim, right? John, David versus Goliath, same thing that happened there. So since this is the offspring of Satan and the fallen angels, he hates the Jews. He wants to get back at them. And he knows scripture very, very well. Look at this hieroglyphic from Egypt. That is flat out Lucifer. Most people would call that a, a fallen angel. It's Lucifer. Those are those are watchmen. And then Aleister Crowley, one of the, the wickedest, most wicked men in the world that a lot of the pop artists love, just doing abomination after abomination, summon in this fallen angel, this demon from the pit of hell. Actually, I think the proper proper description I've heard Christians say is this is definitely a fallen angel. So they're not aliens, they're fallen angels. The Bible is 100 percent true. But at the end of the day, and with the power of Jesus Christ and your faith, you can rebuke these clowns flat out. And in the Old Testament, God was with people of Israel destroying their offspring. So that's why these Satanists, that's why they flat out hate true Jews. Now, the Lord's been working on me with book of Revelation chapter nine. I had this dream that said, Revelation nine, wake up the Jews. You know, and I, when I mentioned this dream, I also said, and Gentiles, because all of us need to wake up. But it's just fascinating here when you start to read, and I was a little hesitant to go deep into this because it seems out of order. There are a couple of pastors that talk about how some of the trumpets go way back in time and have different events to it, and they think this makes sense. To me, it seems a little bit of out of whack on how I know the Bible, but I'm not going to defy the, the Lord. And when you go deep into the word as well, I always thought this was like a 200 million man army out of China or something like that, but really it's about a plague. So let's just read at the end of chapter nine. But these three was a third part of men killed by fire and by smoke and by brimstone, which issued out of their mouths for they had the power of their mouth and in their tails for their tails were like unto serpents and had heads with them that they do hurt. And the rest of the men, which were not killed by these plagues and the rest of these. So I just thought it was war up there, like brimstone, right? Let's read. Verse 17, and thus I saw the horse in the vision and them that sat on them having breastplates of fire and jathans and the brimstone and the heads of the horses were as heads of lions and out of the mouth issued fire and smoke and brimstone. I just assumed that this 200 million man army was, this is war. By these three was the third part of men killed by this nuclear war is what I thought. By fire, by smoke and by brimstone, which issued out of their mouths for the power is in their mouth and their tail and their tails out of, were like unto serpents and had heads with them they do hurt and the rest of the men which were not killed by these plagues yet repented not of the works of their hands that they should not worship devils and idols of gold and silver and brass and stone and of wood which neither can see nor hear nor walk neither repented of their murders nor of their sorcery sorceries is pharmacia they didn't repent of their pharmacia, nor their fornication, nor of their thefts. So if God's trying to wake up the Jews, wake up Israel, which is fascinating to me. This is about plagues, my friend. And when I finally came to, I remember reading an article that a third of the population in the world was shot up by this HIV clot shot. 
now I think it's 60% of the world supposedly at least it has had one shot. So good night, man. This 2022 is going to be a year of genocide, but let's get into what is going on here in 1992. So this technology with the spike protein has been around forever and God finally allowed the Luciferians to release it. And this character was found in one of the vaccines. This thing looks like a snake with multiple heads and it was moving. What are we witnessing here? Let's, let's, let's roll it. Let me set it up first too. This boat comes out, this looks like it's on a sea of spike protein cells. And then again, this dragon, this serpent with multiple heads shows up. Look at this spike protein. Spike protein. Humans on a ship having battled the spike protein. They have to tell you what they're doing, right? One of the commandments I talked about. Oh, here it is. Here's the snake, the serpent, multiple heads. Nephilim DNA, what is that? Like protein again. Battle with the human ship. Showing a vaccine here. Looks like people's souls trapped in hell. This is wicked looking. Pretty crazy. So I saw this and it just reminded me of Revelation 9, right? Serpents had heads and it's a plague that kills a third of man and a 60% of the population, they've had at least one shot. I mean, you cannot make this stuff up. So before we get into the dream as well, you know, only a remnant is going to get saved in these end days. Not all of Israel will be saved. I mean, that's just silliness. I heard some pastors talk about that, even though it says that, but we're going to, we're going to dissect that as well after we talk a little bit about the dream. So rabbi says antichrist is the Messiah Jews are waiting for. Of course he is by July 25th, 2020, a strange statement causes alarm among believers as one rabbi claimed that the Messiah, they are waiting for the antichrist. Of course they're waiting for the antichrist. They're not waiting for Jesus Christ. So stop sending your money to build the third temple. And a lot of these Jews are really part of the synagogue of Satan. They're Baal worshipers. And it's always been that way. This whole Kabbalah thing. It was even mentioned in the Old Testament. So let's read Romans 11. I say, then hath God cast away his people? God forbid, for I also am an Israelite. He's trying to save them to Jesus Christ, right? Of the seed of Abraham, of the tribe of Benjamin. God hath not cast away his people, which he foreknew. Walt ye not what the scripture saith of Elias? how he maketh intercession of God against Israel, saying, Lord, they have killed thy prophets and dig down nine altars, and I am left alone, and they seek my life. But what saith the answer of God unto him? I have reserved to myself 7,000 men who have not bowed the need to Baal, to the image of Baal. That's just interesting, the image of Baal. That foreshadows where you're going to have to worship the image of the beast system. There will always be a remnant. 
Even so then at this present time, also there is a remnant according to the election of grace. So it's fascinating how this is going to play out, right? When the false prophet brings fire down from the space force or the UFO system that they've built, a lot of people are going to be like, this is Christ the first time. A lot of Jews are going to be fooled. But I don't know if all the kids will be. We'll get into it. So here's the dream that I had. And I'm curious for your perspective as well, because we need some witnesses on this. And I've been praying for some spiritual discernment. But my dream, I was in a church and there was a spiritually dark child complaining that his father left him. And there was a spiritually dark mother just making excuses for the child. And it was just like back and forth. And the father was gone, right? And they ended up sitting between me. They moved to sit between me. And they were talking to this woman who was, she was not basically on the altar of the church at the front, but she was just kind of maybe in the hall, the, the alleyway, I guess. And they were sitting there complaining of why the father left them and just making all these excuses. And, and she was kind of spiritually dark as well. And she was shaking her head almost like you foolish, foolish person. And then all of a sudden above her flew this mega paintbrush. It reminded me of, and it went to this man on my left side and the woman that was facing us looking out towards all the seats of the church to her right. It was this big paintbrush. And then I looked over and to me, it was this godly man. I think it was Jesus had the paintbrush in his hand. And he basically in my spirit was saying, I have adopted 12 children. And then the dream ended. My take on this whole thing is the fact that the mother and child, even though they were stubborn and making complaints and excuses and they were spiritually dark, they were at least in the church. They were on the, the playing field to get saved. And obviously the paintbrush, lamb of God, as the plagues come over, only, cry, only the blood of that perfect lamb in Exodus that was painted on the door can save you. Only Jesus Christ, your faith in Jesus Christ can save you. This is not part of the dream. This is where I was just speculating and trying to pray through this is I think God's going to start making his way to some of these, you know, Jewish young boys and maybe come to them with dreams. I saw somebody that actually passed out and died in Israel and people were surrounding this person and it looked like they just came out of a, a clot shot center and some Israelite was screaming and I'm assuming he was a Christian. This is the mark of the beast. This is the mark of the beast. Can't buy or sell without it. Get saved to Jesus Christ. And people were, were looking at him and not dismissing what he had to say. So now is the time to give the gospel in Israel big time. That person was doing it. And I'm assuming he lives in Israel if he was there because tourism, I think this was relatively early days when the shot was released. I don't think there was much tourism there, but he could have been a tourist. So I just have the sense that if, if the, when the mark of the beast comes on the scene, kids will not have to actually worship the image to buy or sell, but their parents can. And so maybe that is just one reason for, you know, the kids to be able to not have to take the actual mark of the beast because they want it to buy or sell. I'm just speculating here. And the fact that this godly man or Jesus adopted 12 children, I just thought was interesting. I think he's going to seal these Jewish kids. I think he's definitely going to take a small remnant with him. 
and not all will be fooled because they're just getting beat up again with chapter nine. But most, a lot of them will. <laughs> I mean, a lot of them are going to fall, right? And then it just reminded me of this with the 12 adopted tw kids where it's just like, oh, spiritual versus real. Like, this is just funny with James. James, a servant of God, of the Lord Jesus, to the 12 tribes which are scattered abroad, greeting my brethren, count it all joy when you fall into diverse temptations. Knowing this, that trying of your faith worketh patience. He's just talking to Christians and he's talking to the 12 tribes, right? And so Jesus adopted 12 children but this woman's like trying to nudge this, this young boy to come to Christ. So curious your thoughts on it, but I definitely see a small, small remnant, but just in a, with a quick, I mean, these kids at the end of the day have to believe on Jesus Christ, right? But let's just go a little bit deeper on who the promise, who, who are the promise of, of Jesus, of, of God, right? So let's read, who are Israelites to whom pertaineth to the adoption and the glory of the covenants and giving of the law that service of God and the promises whose are the father and whom are concerning the flesh of Christ came, who is over all God blessed forever. Amen. Not as though the word of God hath taken none effect for they are not all Israel, which are of Israel. And we know they're blinded now, but neither because they are the seed of Abraham, are they all children but in isaac isaac is the miracle baby jesus was the miracle baby shall thy seed be called that is they which are the children of the flesh are not the children of god but the children of the promise are counted for the seed and there's something about the children and these virgins as the first fruit right there's a parallel there with the dream as well i didn't necessarily mention that but when you look at the, the children of the promise, it's Galatians 4 just spells it out that the promise are those that believe on Jesus Christ. For it is written that Abraham had two sons, the one by a bondmaid, the other by a free woman. But he who was of the bondwoman was born after the flesh, but he of the free woman was of the promise, was by the promise, which things are an allegory for these are the two covenants, the one from Mount Sinai, which gendereth to bondage, which is Agar. For Agar is Mount Sinai, Arabia, and answereth to Jerusalem, which now is and is in bondage with her children. But Jerusalem, which is above, is free, which is the mother of all of us. Now we brethren, as Isaac was, and are as the children of promise, but as then he that was born after the flesh persecuted him that was born after the spirit, even so it is now, nonetheless, at the scripture, cast out the bondwoman and her son, for the son of the bondwoman shall not be the heir of the son of the free woman. So then the brethren, we are not the children of the bondwoman, but we are free. And I just go back to that dream where that woman, and granted, she was spiritually off, but she was shaking her head at mom and son, and then through, you know, over, actually it was over her head came the paintbrush. So will will this child move on to Christ? Will the spirit, will, he, will God save a remnant? I think so. But as you read this and Jesus in the dream adopted 12 orphans, neither, there's no difference between Jew or Gentile. I think God's going to move for some of these kids and bring them to Christ. So really, since there's no difference between Jew and Gentile, could these adopted sons all be throughout all throughout the world? Some people have said the tribes you know, no longer exist. 
you know, and then I've heard other pastors say, yeah, the tribes exist. They can find them because for not all are Israel, which are of Israel, neither because they are the seed of Abraham, are they all children, but in Isaac shall thy seed be called. But in Revelation 7, God sealed 144,000 Jewish virgins. So again, I'm leaning that it's definitely going to happen. God knows where these Jewish young, you know, kids are with their faith, not necessarily the seed, but of the faith, and that he's going to seal them. He's going to seal them. Their parents are going to probably be long gone. They're going to be trampled down, and they're going to come to the faith. All right, so the number 12 obviously foretells of Jesus, 12 territories, provinces that David ruled, 12 tribes Moses led out of Egypt, 12 lions with God's temple that Solomon built. Christ is called the lion, 12 judges, 12 minor prophets. I thought this was interesting. 12 years where that woman had blood issues when she touched Jesus, she was healed. The life is in the blood. She was healed. 12 months, Esther purified herself before knowing the king. Pretty fascinating going through that process, we as Christians need to continuously purify ourselves, get the sin out, repent, including myself, 12 pieces divided up with the concubine. That story is wicked, but to me, it means judgment. 12 apostles and not all the apostles were Jews. So Christians are grafted in. People that are non-believers, including the Jews that are non-believers are cut off. And again, the fact that that young man was in the church shows that that I think God's working on him. But, but you know, it's going to be interesting to see how this whole thing goes down, right? So let's continue Romans 11. What does it mean, the fullness of the Gentiles? Because a mentor of mine says, all Israel will be saved. and But basically goes on to say, until the fullness of the Gentiles be come in. I was just like, what does that mean? And so read, read, Romans 11 is pretty fascinating. I won't talk about the whole thing, but it talks about how there's some blindness, right? And I say, then have they stumbled that they should fall? God forbid, but rather through their fall, salvation has come into the Gentiles for to provoke them to jealousy. So he's just saying, hey, he's kind of blinded some of the Jews on purpose so the Gentiles get saved. But it doesn't look the best for Jews when you think about the, the fullness of the Gentiles come in. So let's read, for I would not, brethren, that ye should be ignorant of this mystery, lest ye should be wise in your own conceits, that blindness in part has happened to Israel, until the fullness of the Gentiles be come in, and so all of Israel shall be saved, as, as it is written. There shall come out of Zion the deliverer, and shall turn away the ungodliness of Jacob. So that's obviously Christ. So when is this fullness of the Gentiles come in? This is why I think we just got to try to save as many people in Israel right now. And going back to Revelation 9, where God put that in my spirit to really study it with what's happening right now so we can wake up the Jews. So when you really look at, the, at this time of the Gentiles coming in, it's really when Jesus comes back at the end of the seven-year tribulation right before Armageddon. So remember, Jer Jerusalem will be trodden down of the Gentiles until the times of the Gentiles are fulfilled. The passage tells us that the Gentiles will tread the holy city underfoot for 40, for 42 Jerusalem months. 42 months are here, references three and one half year period, which immediately precedes the battle of Armageddon. In Revelation 13, five, we were told the power was given to the beast, the Antichrist, to continue for 42 months. This is the same 42 months that will conclude the times of the Gentiles. 
So it's almost like to me, all Jews, all Gentiles will have to come to Christ. And then that's the end. And then Christ comes back. You're either saved or you're not saved. Looking again at Luke 21, 24, we see that Jesus mentions the time in which Jerusalem is under dominion of Gentile authority. Jerusalem is trodden down. It's, it's three and a half years. So let's continue. So when will Israel no longer be blind, my friends? It's when the second coming happens, when the rapture or the first resurrection happens, right? So Jerusalem shall be compassed by with armies. Then you'll know the desolation thereof is nigh. Then let them which are in, are in Judea flee to the mountains. I think this is talking to, about Christians because Christians will be reading their Bible. So the, the people that are living in Israel that are Christians, Palestinians that are Christians as well, that know their book. And let them which are in the midst of it depart out and let not them that are in the countries enter thereinto. For these are the days of vengeance that all things which are written may be fulfilled, but woe unto, but woe unto them that are with child and them that give suck in those days. For there shall be great distress in the land and the wrath upon the people. And there shall fall the edge of the sword and there shall be led away captive into all nations. And Jerusalem shall be trodden down of the Gentiles until the times of the Gentiles be fulfilled, which is in the end, and it's fascinating, the second coming, this always happens before the second coming, before the rapture, before the first resurrection. And there shall be signs in the sun and the moon and the stars and upon the earth and distress of nations with perplexity and the sea and waves roaring and men's hearts failing them for fear and looking after those things which are coming on the earth and the powers in heaven shall be shaken. Then it goes into the great rapture right after that. So this is the end times, my friends. That is when the fulfilling of the Gentiles comes in. It's fascinating. New Jerusalem, you're, you need to be in the book of life, right? And so I heard one pastor talk about New Jerusalem has on a sign, hey, it says the 12 tw tribes of children of Israel. Yes. And when we look at James 1, James, a servant of God and the Lord Jesus Christ, to the 12 tribes which are scattered abroad. He's talking to Christians as you continue to read on. And this is about the them with, with the names of the 12 apostles and the Lamb of God. And I think these, the, my dream talks about these kids. Christ is telling them you need to come to Christ to get saved. So I think that was the 144,000 I saw in my dream, but they've got some work to do. We've got to give them the gospel. Maybe their parents will be gone taking the mark of the beast to be able to buy or sell, but maybe they will be free, right? Because this is, this is the millennial reign where Christians will be. And he saith unto me, right, blessed are they which are called to the marriage supper of the Lamb. And he saith unto, the, unto me, these are true sayings of God. And I saw a new heaven and a new earth. For the first heaven and the first earth were passed away, and there was no more sea. And I saw John, saw the holy city, New Jerusalem coming down out of the heaven, prepared as a bride adorned for her husband. So obviously these are Christians, right? Flat out Christians. So, well, God bless you know, a little bit more on blessing a Christian, you'll be blessed. You know, a lot of the church says, bless Abraham, bless Israel, you'll be blessed. And just nonsense, Luke 1, I mentioned this before, Mary's talking about, as he spake to our fathers, to Abraham, and to his seed forever. She's talking about Jesus. She's pregnant with Jesus. Same Luke 1, Zechariah, the father of John, was filled with the Holy Ghost and prophesied, saying, bless the Lord God of Israel, for he hath visited, visited and redeemed his people 
and hath raised up a horn of salvation for us in the house of the servant of David. And as he spoke with the mouth of the holy prophets, which have been since the world began, that we would be saved from our enemies and from the hand of all that hate us. You're going to be saved from all your enemies. If they kill you, you go to heaven. If you believe on Jesus Christ to perform the mercy promised to our fathers and, and remember the holy covenant. What covenant? The holy covenant. The oath which he swore to our father Abraham. To who? To Abraham. So bless a Christian, get blessed. That he would grant unto us that we'd be delivered out of the hand of our enemies that might serve him without fear. Bless a Christian and be blessed. Pray for this ministry that we're blessed. Subscribe to our newsletter, folks. Hopefully this is a blessing. Let's summarize. It's a long one. So Satanist, Illuminati, Synagogue of Satan, Kabbalist witches, wizards, they want to kill Christians and they want to kill true Jews. And the reason why they want to do that is both Jews and Christians had, Jews previously in the Old Testament had authority over Satan's seed, Nephilim, right? Took them out of the land, wiped them out. And we have authority over these fallen angels as well with the power of Jesus Christ. And I think the, the first seal has been broken and Revelation 9, God's been working with me there. And granted, it took some faith to actually say that, but two really well-read pastors actually have been talking about it as well. And if a third of man go down with a plague, with 60% of being shot with this clot shot. And it, again, the Illuminati, these Satanists have to tell you what they're doing. That Barcelona demonstration was crazy with the spike protein and that snake thing. Some people call it Hydra. I think that's a little goofy. It's not Hydra. Maybe it looks like a Hydra. It just looks like, it looks like a serpent with multiple heads. Who knows? Maybe it's Nephilim DNA. I don't know but it's dangerous and people's immune systems are being destroyed. It kind of makes sense too. Most Christians don't want to take this shot because they don't want to defile the temple of God. And they realize you can't buy or sell without it. It's just priming the pump for this beast system and transhumanism and that Microsoft patent of 666. You can just see how families divided and maybe kids or family members will bring you up, right? I think that's Matthew 24, but have faith, my friends, and you're not getting raptured out of here. That I think is a doctrine from the pit of hell. If you enjoy this study, check out Preacher Rapture is a soul trap. You know, they just have taught it in seminary schools and it's just misleading. You need to have faith to endure to the end. Well, God bless. 